Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Hate waiting a week for the next episode of Radio Rental? Subscribe to Tenderfoot Plus to get early access to episodes, ad-free listening, and bonus scary stories. Visit tenderfootplus.com for details. The following podcast includes scary stories with content that could be triggering to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Uh, <clears throat> hello, hello, welcome to Radio Rental, the uh, video rental shop of your worst nightmares. We have a collection of the scariest true stories you've ever heard. Oh, oh hold on. Huh. Uh. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I'm your, I'm your host and shop owner, Terry Carnation, and, well, I'm, today I'm, I'm a little under the weather, so... Huh. <clears throat> Actually, um, everyone here is a little bit sick, so, um, <clears throat> bless you, Susie. Kazoon tight, Susie. For example, my niece Susie. Susie, wash your hands, please. No, no, don't touch Uncle Terry's sandwich. I don't know. Okay. Oh, she touched it. She touched it. Oh. I think it's just a time of the year. The weather turns and one person gets sick and all the dominoes start to fall. With a full house like we have here, we we really didn't stand a chance. <clears throat> okay, Malachi, my cat has the worst of it all. Uh, 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 no, 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 back up, please. Socially distance yourself. He's so bad at personal boundaries. Actually, at all boundaries. We're working on it in therapy. Yes, believe it or not, we go to couples therapy, Malachi and I. No, no. Oh. Look, he's rubbing his snotty, furry little snout all over my leg. Yeah, that's that's cute, Malachi. Real cute. Thank you. But it's not going to get you any brownie points in therapy. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Let's pop in a tape, <clears throat> shall we? I heard about... An island that's hard to get to in Wisconsin. It's called Rock Island. Anyone who's lived in Wisconsin knows about Door County. Kind of known for wine. It's kind of like this getaway. But if you kind of keep going up this peninsula of Door County, you can take a ferry to Washington Island. But then even past uh, Washington Island, you can take a people-only ferry. You can go to Rock Island. I like to go out into interesting remote places to go camping. I thought that'd be fun to go out to this island, spend a couple days. That was my plan. Do a little hiking and just camp, relax for a bit. It's super remote. You're kind of on your own once you get there. 
no one's there to like greet you or tell you where to go or anything. I reserved a campsite at campsite E, which is the furthest campsite. It's a remote backpacking site furthest from the dock. It was about a mile hike set up there, put my tent up, build a fire. It's getting a little later in the day. I was going to make some dinner. I have a couple drinks and a cigar. As I was kind of setting up my fire, there was this loud squeal in the woods. It sounded like an animal in pain or fighting. There's not supposed to be large animals on the island as far as I knew. It was just startling. Looked through the woods, see what could have made that noise. There was really nothing there. So, you know, okay. I'll go back to making my fire. Where I was, campsite E, there's these three remote campsites, C, D, and E. They're about 100 yards or so separating each other. There's no real path connecting them, but people walk along the edge of the, kind of like a cliff. Something kind of caught my eye. I was making the fire. So I looked up and there was this female just kind of running in my direction from Campsite C. And I didn't really think much of it. Went back to making my fire and she got closer. I wasn't sure what she was doing. It wasn't really a trail you would run on. It would kind of be dangerous to run on that trail. So I thought, is there something wrong? Is she coming to tell me something? She got a little closer. Then I heard the squeal again. I looked away from the woman running. I looked back. There's no one there. She was just gone. I'm just convincing myself, okay, well, she ran up a different trail or something I wasn't aware of. At one point, I kind of walked down the trail to see if I had any neighbors camping with me. I walked past Site D. There's nothing there at Site D, so I kept walking. And there was this couple on Site C. So I just talked to them a little bit. I was thinking about asking them, you know, if they uh, knew who that woman was. So I didn't really get into that or the noises. I just kind of felt weird about asking them that. I went back to my campsite and had a, a meal and a couple drinks and a cigar and eventually went to bed. I was sleeping uh, pretty good. 2.30 in the morning or something. This really big thunder and lightning storm came through. The wind is just whipping through, whipping my tent. It's just a downpour. And then I heard that squeal again. A nasty noise. There's something not normal about the noise. But I eventually start hearing some footsteps right outside 
my tent. Heavy footsteps crunching down on dry twigs. I was getting very scared. Kind of work up, but get out of here. The noise kind of went away for a while. Just kind of sat there. I had a knife with me. And eventually just said, okay, you know, it's just an animal. It's just me being stupid. I get scared camping alone in the woods. It was weird. That's all it was. I don't know if I really got fully to sleep that night, but I was laying until in the morning when I had to get up. As I unzip my tent and get out, I noticed that the picnic table that's provided by the site was upside down. They're big, heavy picnic tables. I just kind of reasoned with myself that there was a storm, it was very windy. Maybe it could have been blown over. At the same time, you're just thinking, no, that, that doesn't really make sense. You'd think I would have heard a picnic table rolling over. I was out there and had to move on with my day. So I started off on my hike, walking for half an hour or so. I just kind of hear weird noises. It wasn't a squeal. Sounds like a voice. Two voices like talking. They were a little far off. They were low voices and it wasn't English. I couldn't really make out what it was. And I'm getting closer to these voices. And then out in the woods, I hear very low and guttural. I heard from those voices in that area. It sounded like they were responding back. So I keep walking. I expected to come across these guys. It seemed like they were getting closer. I could hear them. I never came across them. There's only the one trail, so they couldn't have cut off in a different direction or anything. It just seemed weird. Long day. Eventually got back to my campsite. Went back into my tent to get some sleep. At some point during the night, I just woke up just suddenly and just being fully alert. Just had this feeling something was wrong. So I sit up a wave of dread consumed me and then I felt a presence there was something in the tent with me there was no noises nothing in the tent that I could see whatever was in the tent was seething with anger I just felt 
something bad was going to happen to me. Remember, it smelled like garbage, like rotten meat. I was just frozen. Could not move. I couldn't do anything. My mind was paralyzed. It also felt controlled. It was just the weirdest feeling of just accepting whatever happens next is going to be a relief from this feeling that I have right now. I must have passed out. I don't remember anything until I woke up the next morning. Nothing in the tent. I'm leaving on the next boat off the island. Packed up everything as quickly as I could. There was still some time I had to kill before the boat would arrive. Started smoking a cigar and sat on a bench. I'm trying to reason through everything I had experienced in the last couple days. Some of the things are easier to rationalize than other things. What happened the night before, I just could not shrug off. It was nothing I'd ever experienced before. As I was just kind of sitting there, I hear this voice from behind me. This guy saying, hey. And it just shook me out of the zone I was in. This guy came around and saying, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. I just saw you smoking a cigar. Wondering if I could borrow your lighter. Took my lighter, put a cigarette, and handed it back to me. And we just kind of started talking. I hadn't talked to many people since I got there on the island, so for two days. It was kind of nice to talk to someone for a little bit and just kind of get out of my head, thinking about what had happened, especially the night before. So I asked him where he was camping, and he said, I reserved campsite D, which would have been right next to me. I hadn't seen anyone there, and I told him that, and he said, yeah, I usually book the site because you need to book a site to get on the island, but he usually camps either at the East Cemetery or in the woods. I thought that was kind of weird, just camping outside of those designated spaces. He just kind of saw that I was shaken. He asked me if I'd heard the noises in the woods. And I told him I'd heard the squealing noises and asked him what those noises were. He just said, if you're shaken up by the noises that you were heard hearing in the woods, you definitely don't want to hear about what's going on in the cemetery. He said, there's demons on the island. He seemed happy about telling me. From there, I just, uh, I kind of didn't want to talk to him anymore. I felt done with the conversation. It was like a validation or confirmation of what I knew was true that night in the tent. 
I didn't want to press him on anything because everything I'd experienced, it was like enough. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want any more information. I just wanted to get off the island. As I'm getting up and leaving, again, he goes, Hey, don't come back to this island. I was scared. That feeling of dread came over me. I don't want to think that there was a demon in my tent or that there was any experience with a demon anywhere on my trip. I won't try to think of it that way. The only way to feel not afraid about it is just saying, I don't know. Definitely never going back there. Do not go to Rock Island. Mmm, creepy. Or at least I think it was creepy. I can't, I can't really hear anything over all the post-nasal dripping going on in here. Use a tissue, Malachi. God. Good, now throw it into the void. And I want your germs in here. Oh, thanks, Voidy. Now let's go to some, some ads. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay and we're back better than ever Uh, actually that's a lie i have 
phlegm coming out of every orifice. It's not something you want to experience or witness. Okay, you know what? Let's give you a new tape, shall we? I was 16 years old. My mom had just gone to federal prison for drug smuggling. I was living on the street, part of a group of homeless kids that were all living on the street. I was living in garages and friends' cars and stuff. I had a duffel bag and a backpack. Usually the way I would get around was hitchhike. I was trying to get from downtown Long Beach, California to Belmont Shores, two miles away, in the good side of town. Back in the 70s, we used to hitchhike to the beach all the time. That's how we got around. Just stand on the corner and put your thumb out, wait for somebody to give you a ride. I got a ride, this guy in a big white car. He's kind of creepy looking dude. They just pulled up, said, where are you going? I'm going to Belmont Shores. They're like, okay, get in. So I grabbed my backpack and my duffel bag and threw it in the car and jumped in. We were driving along and he said, hey, I need to stop over here at my cousin's house to pick up some Valiums. Is that okay? I said, sure, no problem. Made a left-hand turn, drove about five blocks up. He pulls up in front of the apartment. He said, okay, I'll be back. He went upstairs. I was sitting out in the car. He came back down and he said, hey, my cousin worked at the hospital. He locked the Valiums in a safe. I paged him and I'm waiting for him to call me back and give me the combination. Would you like to come up and smoke a joint? Okay, sure. Following him upstairs. I went inside and I sat down on the couch. Kind of got a weird feeling. I was in a strange surroundings. So I immediately scanned the room for weapons. Anything that I can use to protect myself, just in case. I looked around, I saw some scissors, I saw like a crochet needle or something. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw him reach down under the couch, thinking that he was getting a weed tray. I looked away again, and I looked back at him. He had a pair of flex cuffs in his hand. He said, hey, you ever see these before? I thought, what? And he goes, here, try them on. Jumped on top of me. I wrestled with him. And then he pulled out a can of mace, and he sprayed me with mace. He got the cuff around both my wrists. Just as he took his hand off to pull the zip tie, I pulled my hand out so we only zip tied around one hand. And then I got around him and got to the scissors. Just as I grabbed the scissors, he grabbed me. So I started stabbing him in the face and head. He had blood running down his face. I thought I was gonna die. One minute, everything was cool, and the next minute, I was fighting for my life. 
I stabbed him a couple times and then his arm came around my neck and I couldn't breathe. And so he kicked me up. I was dangling, couldn't stab him anymore. I decided, well, what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna play dead. I dropped the scissors and I just went limp. I'm not religious, but I actually was praying. Oh, please, God, I don't want to die. He dropped me. He grabbed me by the arm, and he dragged me towards the back of the apartment. And there was a bathroom right there. He walked in the bathroom. He turned on the sink. He walked out, and he said, wash your face off. So I immediately popped up, jumped onto the rim of the bathtub, because there was a little window two feet wide by one foot deep. So I looked out and I saw concrete below. Looked down and thought, well, it's a long drop, but I'm doing it. Just about to hoist myself up to do a somersault out the window. And I looked back and then he said, here, dry your face off. And he had his arm through the bathroom door holding a towel. I sprang at the door and body blocked it and smashed his arm into the door. So he went, oh God, and he backed up. That's when I threw the door open and I saw that he was on his butt in the hallway and I jumped over his legs and ran to the door. As soon as I got to the door, it had a key lock on the inside and I thought, oh my God, no, I made it this far. I'm not gonna make it. But the door was open. Opened the door and I ran outside start banging on the doors in the hallway. Was yelling, police, police, call the police. Ran down the stairs and I ran out and I said, oh my God, oh my God. There were two guys out throwing a football in the street. I must have looked crazy because I was wearing a bathing suit, had a handcuff around one arm. Help me, help me. They were like, what happened? Some guy just tried to kidnap me. And they were like, uh, where, where? We're standing outside and they had cut the thing off my wrist and got my stuff out of his car. The guy tried to come out and leave. And I said, there's a dude right there. One of the guys got in front of his car door and said, you ain't going nowhere. He turned around and went back upstairs. They had called the police. The police came, sirens and everything, three cars deep. They said, what happened? Well, that guy upstairs just tried to kidnap me. You know, I've got mace all over me and everything. They said, okay, well, we're gonna go up there and talk to him. He was trying to say that I had tried to rob him. I was the culprit. I refuted the whole thing. I told him what happened. They didn't believe him, but they said, well, for us to arrest him, because you're a juvenile, we have to take you also, and then your parents have to come down to the station to press charges. My parents would have to come because I was underage. Because I was living on the street, I was 16. Too young to be homeless. Would have gone to juvenile hall or whatever. And I told them, that's all right, just forget it. I was scared to death to hitchhike after that. I still continue to hitchhike, just a lot more careful about going into any dwelling with whoever I'm with. 
if I wouldn't have fought so hard, he may have killed me, you know. I feel like I escaped with my life. Four or five years later, I came back into Long Beach from Texas and went to my sister's house. My sister and my mom had bought a house across the street from the apartment complex, maybe two houses over. She said, hey, I want you to introduce you to my husband. So he came in and he was like, dude, I know you. And I was like, yeah, I remember. I know you too. It was the guy that was out in the street that day that helped me. He married my sister. It's kind of embarrassing to meet somebody after somebody tried to kidnap you. Don't want to seem like a victim. I didn't really want to be seen in that light. He didn't know that the woman he was marrying would be the brother of the guy that he had helped so many years before. Well, I hope you enjoyed that last tape, you you sicko. I guess we're all sickos here. Now, here's another advertisement. I don't make the rules. Just listen. Listen and consume. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, and we're back. And the verdict is, we all have the flu. I, I don't know how that's possible. I mean, I got a flu shot this year. No, it was legit. People administer shots out of the back of a van all the time. So what if it was in the alley behind the Safeway? The man was very nice. He was also selling tacos. Same van, if you can believe it. The shot was incredibly effective. I passed out for hours. And it felt so just yummy. Like my brain was having an orgasm. That's how you know it's good. Anyway, we're all gonna be fine. Everyone's gonna be fine. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you, Voidy. Yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. In the meantime, I think I'm, I'm hungry for a taco, and maybe I'll have another one of those delightful flu inoculation shots. Yes, yes. Just one more. Just one more. Radio Rental is created by Payne Lindsay and brought to you by Tenderfoot TV. Lead producer is Eric Quintana. Executive producers are Payne Lindsay and Donald Albright. Hosted by Rain Wilson as his character, Terry Carnation. Written and produced by Meredith Stedman. Additional writing by Mark Lachlan. Supervising producer is Tracy Kaplan. Associate producer is Jaja Muhammad. Editing by Eric Quintana, Mike Rooney, and Meredith Stedman. Sound design, mix, and master by Cooper Skinner. Additional sound design and mixing by Devin Johnson. Original score by Makeup and Vanity Set. Video editing by Dylan Harrington. Cover artwork by Trevor Eiler and Rob Sheridan. Special thanks to Oren Rosenbaum and the team at UTI, the Nord Group, Station 16, Beck Media and Marketing, and the team at Odyssey. If you have a radio rental story that you'd like to share, please email us at yourscarystory at gmail.com or contact us via the form on our website, radiorentalusa.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Radio Rental. You can also follow the illustrious Terry Carnation on social media. Just search at Terry Carnation. On behalf of the Radio Rental store, we'd love it if you'd subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening. You know that science solves crimes. Forensic science is exciting, challenging, and most of all, rewarding work. But there is a shortage of qualified individuals in this field. Hi, I'm Terry with Loyola University of Maryland's Forensic Science Department. Loyola is one of the only colleges in the country offering advanced degrees in forensic pattern analysis and biological forensics. Our courses, taught by forensic experts, feature hands-on training and small class sizes. They are based on real crime scene and forensic examiner training programs to ensure you are ready to make a difference. Our programs are open to students from a variety of academic backgrounds because we believe everyone can contribute to solving crimes. So what are you waiting for? 
discover the excitement of forensic science at Loyola University, Maryland. Visit loyola.edu forward slash forensic for more information. That's loyola.edu forward slash forensic because you are ready to make a difference. Join one of Loyola University, Maryland's forensic science programs today.